Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to the Living a Hell Yes podcast. Hell yes. Today we're talking about moving away from living a life of shoulds, which is something that you've always encouraged me to do, and I think is a big part of living a hell yes, not living a life of shoulds and what you know other people say you should do or what society tells you you should do. How do you feel about that, Mum? No, I really agree with that. Um, you know I've always wanted you to do that. You know, I remember when you were six and I was in New York. <laughs> Going back 20 years. And I was in New York and I bought you back a fridge magnet. And I remember really clearly what it said on that fridge magnet. And it was, follow your own heart. And put it on the fridge, gave it to you. I don't know what you made of it, but I gave it to you. And <laughs> at said, the age of six. At the age yeah. of six and said, this is what I want you to do. And yeah, I've always encouraged you to do that. Um, it's really important. You know, a lot of people don't. Most people don't. That's the number one regret, that most people live a life to other people's expectations. So I didn't want you to do that. I've done it. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, even you've done yeah, it. Yeah, even me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in my past, I mean, I don't do it now and I won't do it because then I'll definitely feel that I'm not living my life I'll then feel that I'm living someone else's life and that's not what our life is about. What's an example for you of something that you've, say for example recently, I don't know, in the past year or past six months that you've turned down or said no to, obviously you don't have to go into specifics, but because you felt that it would have been a should rather than something you actually wanted to do yourself. Okay, so you've put me on the spot there. (laughs) Um, God, I mean, oh, I can remember something a couple of years ago, um, really clearly, when it was um, a family member's birthday, uh, not my family, in-laws, and, um, you know, I was kind of told that it was a thing to go, and I knew that it would absolutely compromise my well-being. I absolutely knew it would. I knew I'd be stressed, I knew I'd be... I, because the dynamics with the family weren't good... So I knew I'd be stressed, I knew all of that. And um, even though it was quite a big birthday for somebody, I said no. Do you have Um, any regrets about saying no? Not at all. Oh God, no. Did Martin understand, (laughs) your husband? (laughs) Um, Well, luckily it was his nan and I spoke to her and said, why? I didn't want to go. And she was really understanding. And she said, bless her. She said, she was, what, in her 80s, and she said, Sandra, life is too short to do things you don't want to do. What a legend. Yeah, really. So, you know, really lovely. I I mean, I'd made the decision anyway. I wasn't waiting for anybody's approval, but it was very lovely that she came from that mindset. Now, and that's the thing, isn't it, don't you think? That it's kind of like um, somebody in their 80s could say that, and... Unfortunately, she was close to the end of her life, which we didn't know at that time. And she really understood, don't live a life of shoulds. But I want you to know that now, not wait till you're of an age where... You know, you hear that, don't you? Don't you think? I, I, I hear this all the time at my age. Because we're older, we don't care. Now we don't care. We don't care now. Yeah, we always say that, like, oh, when we're old, yeah. we don't care. Why not, now? Do yeah. Why not now? Why not be true to... Follow your heart, like that magnet said. Mm. Follow your heart and be... <laughs> that fridge magnet has yeah. given so much inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Follow that, um, follow that advice and do it. Why, why would you live a life of shoulds? Mm, I'm trying to 
do that more you know I recently quit my job yeah that was quite yep. a big yeah you know doing the opposite of living I should yeah um so yeah I think that's a a big thing kind of I think part of it is just not settling as well I think when you follow shoulds or what other people or society tells you you should do you're just settling you're not looking for the best scenario for yourself mm. um and because it's scary mm. you know um, because I do think there's some safety in shoulds almost it's like a safety blanket you know oh I should go to university or what's the alternative and the alternative might be a lot better for you as an individual but because everyone's telling you you should do the first thing that's what you do you end up being miserable and wasting you know loads of money so you know that's an example of something that society up until very recently I think has always you know told people to do and I wouldn't recommend it to everyone it's not for everyone so mm-hmm. it just goes to show there's lots of things I think we do based on shoulds that are just a waste of time really well as you say though it depends on your own perspective doesn't Definitely. it but the, the thing that I think about the shoulds which doesn't feel very good is that should I believe comes from fear and we don't want to be living in fear and it, we do like you say it's so interesting what you said about safety around shoulds Definitely, because it's the norm yeah when it's a should, it's the so-called norm. And it's what's expected. It, yeah. And it doesn't take as much thought. Yeah. It doesn't take as much consideration or effort. Because you just it's almost like you're just going along with it. Yeah. It's like a map's laid out for you, and you're just following the steps. Yeah. Um, which, you know, might work for some people. But I just think, one, it's boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, if you don't try other things and break away from that should, you don't know if you're living, like, the best life that you can. You know, yeah. living a hell yes. Like... Yeah. So No, definitely. I think the should, though, as well, I think the thing about the should, and it's really unfortunate, is um, with when you're living that should, you're not living authentically. Definitely. Really important, because we're all unique. We're all individual. We're all unique. And, gosh, to not live who you are, for just say most, most people do most of their life, oh, man... that's it you're done yeah it's interesting actually I'm reading a book at the moment called um, so you know the book The Art of War yeah this is the war of art (laughs) and um, so it's like a a creative type of book and going off on a slight tangent but it was talking about when you live a life that's authentic to you some people can't hack it essentially Mm. Um, and people around you start acting differently and so again that's kind of another thing of you know when you're living a life of shoulds everyone is kind of comfortable with what you're doing because it's what's expected Mm -hmm. then when you break out of that and you live a life that's authentic to you Mm -hmm. sometimes actually that can really shift your friendships Mm -hmm. because you know you're not going along going along with the status quo or what's expected and that freaks people out a bit Mm -hmm. so but what's interesting interesting, i read that today oh yeah that's great (laughs) but what's interesting about that though is i think why people you know your friendship groups or whatever start moving away from you is because they don't like to see the reflection of somebody else moving out and having the courage to live their own life. That's exactly what he said. Yeah, yeah It just reminds them. It reminds them of their, their he keeping... Calls it, he calls it resistance. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so do I. That, he's, uh, um, that they're stuck in resistance. Exactly. Yeah. And they're stuck in that box that they put themselves in. Yeah. Um, so it does take courage to step out of that box, especially when you think you might alienate your friendship groups or even family members, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, I've done some things in my past... <laughs> Um, which followed my Expose. Au- which, which followed my authentic path 
And yeah, you know, I've had people in my family look at me as if I'm really like, what the hell are you doing, you know? But that's life, you know, that's about living your life. And living a hell yes is living your life. Yeah, I think as well, that's a lot easier to deal with than not living a life authentic to you. Do you know what I mean? I think that brings up a lot more negative emotions. Like in the book, he was saying, you know, that can lead to depression and stuff like that because you constantly feel you know dissatisfied and that you're not being authentic mm. whereas I think it's a lot easier to deal with the people that think it's a bit weird mm-hmm. than you know to deal with the possible negative De- side effects of not living authentically De- I'd much rather take that that route you know yeah definitely um Deepak Chopra um really put it really well I love this and and I I you know I use this quite a lot I absolutely love it he said um, living authentically is living a first-hand experience. Love that. Yeah. When you live shoulds or you live for other people, you're living a second-hand experience. Mm. Re- that, that, for me, was like an absolute light bulb moment. It was like, that is such a clear way of putting it. Do you want to live a second-hand experience? And my answer for me is no. Yeah. I don't want to do that. 100%. I also think as well it can make you resentful. Oh, yeah, yeah in the long if, run. If you live the shoulds and they don't work out the way you wanted or they don't work out well, like university again, to use that example, you know, maybe it isn't the best experience or maybe you come out, you know, without the skills that you thought you'd have and you're then resentful or annoyed at your parents who made you go in the first place. Like, it's just, it doesn't create any good outcomes. It really doesn't. No, not at all. And because... You know, let's be honest, we're so good at shifting responsibility, aren't we? That we will. I never do that, Mum. <laughs> I've said before that on your gravestone it should be, it should be written, it's not my fault. I'm oh, sorry, um, that was 16 year old Holly, yeah, not that 26 was year old, year old Holly. Holly. But it was for 16 years you were saying that. Well, until when, when you could start speaking. Can I talk speaking, at you know, zero? When wow. You could start speaking. But um, absolutely, that's, you know, that's so true. And. Uh, you know we blame and when we blame it's everybody that's at fault and that's not true it's not true but it's the choices what do you think was the first thing that you did that was um you know breaking away from that living a should like when you were younger what was the first thing that you felt like getting divorced yeah yeah that was my first, that was you talked about your marriage in the last episode yeah that was absolutely in the face of culture that mm-hmm. was that not my culture that was absolutely in the face of so-called society within that culture family um not my family um it was absolutely it, you just don't do it you just didn't do it yeah that was my yeah that was my moment was this back in the 20s or 30s or <laughs> my 20s <laughs> yeah back in my 20s um but definitely yeah that was my first moment of carried on doing it to some extent in other areas of my life mm. but that was my first break away from that did it feel good um, or you know how did scary. it feel scary yeah mm. felt scary but it was uh i guess the reason i was able to do it was it was an absolutely non-negotiable it, it yeah. wasn't a um oh gosh it wasn't um maybe if it was an absolute yeah. yeah and that even included you know by getting divorced, it was, well, how am I going to pay the mortgage? Let's be clear. It wasn't like, oh, you know, I had no responsibilities. I had a mortgage at that yeah. point, but I didn't care. It was at that point, it was, no, this is an absolute, this is what I'm doing. Mm. And, um, yeah, that was 
liberating to some extent, really scary. But thank God I had courage to do it. Yeah. Really, I'm not kidding. So uh, I don't want to live a life that I've seen other people, including one of my oldest friends, not now, but was living a life with a partner that she didn't want to be with. That's just not what we're here for. Mm, Did you get any... You know, backlash or any judgment from your friends and the people close to you, or was everyone quite supportive? No, everybody was supportive of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they think it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> probably, but um, yeah, no, they were really supportive of me. You know, so it's it's all good. You know, anyway, it's all good. You know, but you you can live a secondhand experience if you want to. Mm-hmm. It's just that you know nothing is wrong. You can live a secondhand experience. But you're here for such a short blip of time. I also think as well it's quite comforting to think about the fact that everyone is so busy focusing on their own lives. Yeah. I think when you do something that's breaking away from the shoulds or the norm, you're constantly thinking, oh God, what will other people think? And, and, and first of all, it doesn't matter because if you get any judgment or anything like that, then they're not your real friends anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's corny, but it's true. Um, but also everyone is so busy and wrapped up in their own lives that no one's even paying attention to what you're doing most likely you know maybe your partner that you live with because obviously it affects them but I think your you know your circle beyond that I just just don't worry about it like if that is the one thing stopping you from doing something so I'll give you an example (laughs) yes which is a little bit embarrassing but it's fine so I've started a photography Instagram page because I'm trying to get into photography because I very much enjoy it and so I started this page and at first it was literally private and I had zero followers and it was just like, right, I'm just going to do this um, to keep track of my photos, but I don't want anyone to see them or anything like that. And that was because I didn't want any judgment. I didn't you know, want any kind of backlash or anything like that. And ultimately I was just scared, you mm-hmm. know, um, and then yesterday after a few days I was like you know what no I'm going to put it public and I shared it on my personal Instagram so that any of my friends that wanted to follow along could now I'm not the world's best photographer um very far (laughs) very far from it I'm only just getting started but it was really freeing to just be like this is what I've got so far you know I don't care who Mm. watches it who looks at it who Mm. likes it who doesn't like it but it's just it's there and that's that and you know a few of my friends have commented and sent me messages and stuff which was lovely so I just think one everyone is so wrapped up in their own lives Mm. but two just do it and you'll realize that actually what you'll probably just get is loads of support or people just won't care yeah and they won't comment I think a really good question to always ask yourself like when you were in that situation right then you know I think one question to always ask yourself genuinely because this is true is what's the worst that could happen seriously when you when you ask yourself that question what is the worst that can happen because we so dramatize it in in our mind we so um we we make it so much bigger than it is and if we just say what's the worst that could happen yeah I think we're our own worst enemies. Yeah, of course we are. You know, and we're our harshest critics. Yeah, you know, which is such a shame. I know, man. Why do we do that? We sabotage ourselves. Why do we do that? You know, um, I don't know if I've told you this, but you know, it's that whole thing, isn't it? Of like when a baby is is learning to walk. You know, when it toddles, <laughs> and it's you know nappy, and I love all that, and um, it starts to t- toddle, and of course it's going to fall down, isn't it? it? Falls down on its bottom. Would you say? 
get up, you dummy. You know. <laughs> I hope not. Well, you wouldn't, <laughs> would you? But why do we do that to ourselves then? Yeah. Why are we so harsh to us? There's no need for it. We're so critical yeah. of ourselves. Yeah. It's, it's like that whole thing, you know, only say to yourself what you would say to your best friend. Yeah. You would yeah. never say to your best friend, oh, you're so stupid or anything like that. But we Much easily <laughs> uh, we easily say it to ourselves. You know, yeah. sometimes every single day yeah. we keep repeating these. Yeah, we you, know, s- you say, thoughts. don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, things without even thinking like I'm stupid. Yeah. Um, or here I go again. Or um, yeah. it's always me. Yeah. Um, or I'm fat. Yeah. Anything any at yeah. all. Yeah. So, no, definitely allow yourself the chance to live a first-hand experience yeah break away from the shoulds the people that matter will still be there loving you and accepting you and they're focusing on themselves so you focus on you Mm. you know and talking about being kind to each other or to to ourselves the biggest kindness we can give ourselves, i really believe this is to live a life that's authentic for us that's the biggest kindness we can give us otherwise god you're just taking it all away you're just you're just not living and you can feel it as well yeah, you know you always you say to me you can feel when you're in resistance to something yeah when you're not living a life that's authentic to you i think if you have that feeling in your gut that's like you know unsettled and there's something that's not quite right but you can't put your finger on it i think for me that's usually been what it is yeah. i'm doing something that doesn't mm-hmm. actually align with yeah. who i am doesn't who resonate I want to be yeah exactly mm-hmm. and i need to stop doing it yeah no absolutely yeah. yeah i'm proud of you because you know you're very young to do that really um as i said right at the beginning to you most people say oh yeah it's when you're this age when you're this age um I had but, a good coach oh thanks for that their name is <laughs> <laughs> me i hope um Lovely to chat to you, Margie. Lovely to chat to you too. Can't wait to chat to you again. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, feel free to subscribe and we will see you in the next one. Don't forget to live a hell yes. yes. Bye. Bye.